I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to The Tuned In Mom Show, episode 133. Five ways to bring more time, peace, and presence into your days. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Tuned In Mom Show. I literally almost just introduced the podcast as the Inspired Weekly Podcast. I don't know why. I guess because I was listening to some old episodes today and basically just heard myself say it. Anyway, I am so glad you guys are here. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another Tuesday episode. I get so excited to record these after however many episodes, 133 episodes. I still get like jitters and like giddy about talking with you all about how to improve your mental and emotional health. And today is no exception. Today, we're talking about five things to start doing if you want more time, peace, and presence in your life, because I feel like as a culture, as a society, there's just so much of this go, 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 gotta do more, be more, all of this stuff out there, all of this messaging out there, just encouraging everyone, inviting people in to have things that really honestly don't even really matter in the end. Like we're getting further and further away to the things that are important to us, the things that matter to us. So I hope that this episode really inspires and encourages you to change a couple of things and do these five things more often, make them habits in your own life to help you bring more peace, presence, and time back into your days. So let's get started with the list. On the top is number one, stop hurrying. You guys, it is impossible, nearly impossible to live a life with more time, peace, and presence in our days when we spend so much of it rushing and hurrying from one thing to the next. Often, I think it's our perception and our thoughts about time that have us moving quickly and not wasting one single minute of our day. It's like we have to simply be busy every single second. It's crazy. I hate this feeling. Not to mention the feeling that if you aren't busy and you're not doing something, if you're literally just wanting to sit down on the couch and rest, that you're automatically thinking that you're just lazy. So anyway, that's not what I really wanted to get into today. But back to the number one thing is to stop hurrying. So I want you to think back to a time when you felt hurried or rushed. How did you feel in your body? How did that feeling come over you? How did you show up in that moment? One of my absolute favorite books by John Mark Comer, he asks this question, and the book is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and a Definite Top Pick in Book Recommendations. Anyway, I want to encourage you and invite you to also answer his question. And his question is this, why am I in such a rush to become someone I don't even like. In a world that invites hurry and hustle, it's no wonder we talk so negatively about ourselves and go through our day not even recognizing who we truly are. Am I right? We go through the day beating ourselves up and, you know, putting ourselves down and constantly berating all of the things we're trying to do. And it's because... We've allowed busy to boss us around and control how our days unfold. Knowing this, being aware that this has happened, I want to invite you to stop hurrying 
Take your time. Be present in what is happening right now and find the peace in single tasking throughout your day. I hear it all the time. I've been kind of seeing it and hearing it floating around the internet that we we simply just cannot multitask. Impossible for our brains to comprehend more than one thing at a time. Can you be cooking a famous dinner that you've always cooked and also be answering a question of your son at the same time? Yes. When we try to do two different tasks at the same time, it is nearly impossible. So I want to invite you to just enjoy and relish in the act of single tasking. This is going to help you stop hurrying. Okay, on to number two. Say a positive no. When we say yes to others too much, we definitely put ourselves in that bin of pressure and the idea that we have to perform and perfect and we have to please other people. And then we're ultimately losing out on what matters to us the most. And what we say is important because we don't really want to disappoint the other person. And this is essentially what William Urry explains in his book, The Power of the Positive No, is that we say yes to others because we want to accommodate them. We want them to feel comfortable, right? We fear that the quality of our relationship with that person is going to suffer if we say no. And as William says in his book, quote, accommodation usually means an unhealthy yes that buys a false temporary peace. So for example, if you are a homeschooling mom and your child requests that you skip lessons for the day, or maybe they're asking for just 20 more minutes of screen time, then yes, of course, in the moment, you are avoiding feeling guilty by allowing them what they want. But in the long run, they know to come to you in the future with other demands And it just kind of leaves you feeling even more stressed out and overwhelmed and probably feeling like you're a terrible mom because then you start thinking, oh my gosh, I shouldn't give them more screen time or oh my gosh, we shouldn't be skipping school and skipping lessons. And you know, we kind of have to come to that, that remix of things. We have to be able to mix it up when necessary. And I will say that, yes, of course, if my son comes to me and says, mom, I really want to skip lessons today. I'm going to ask him for his reasoning. I'm not just going to say, no, we can't skip lessons (laughs) because of yada, 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 yada. I'm going to go a little bit deeper with him and ask him his reasons why he wants to skip a lesson. And if I find that I, you know, don't really agree with his reasoning why, then I can confidently say that I'm actually saying yes to the connection and the rhythm and the jam that we've created because we have already committed to this time just to do our lessons. This is our time for school. This is what we've confidently committed to each and every day. And I really do think a little bit of part of it is The yes for myself is knowing that my son does have a little bit more structure. You know, I'm not going to say, yeah, we're going to skip lessons all the time. There are going to be days when I say we can skip because maybe we're not feeling well or we're sick, but we still will do something and stick to what we said we've decided to do. And we're basically just we stay committed to it and we do it with confidence because that's just what we do. That's how we 
do our homeschooling life. So I have really taken to this power of a positive no, this book by William Urry, the yes, no, yes, no approach. I'm saying yes to the connection, no to skipping lessons, and yes to maybe something else if we truly aren't just feeling like our normal selves. Like if something is off, sure, maybe we'll just read a book that day or play a game that is still school in a way, but we're agreeing to do a little bit of something. Okay, so that was number two, to create more time, peace, and presence in your days. Say a positive no. Okay, number three is put the phone away. We all know how addicting our phones and screens can be just in general. They can be completely addicting for us and our kids. But as adults, we have to have some sort of control over our devices so that our devices don't control us. I have seen it circulating around YouTube and the internet that we can use technology to our advantage and also have some semblance of how to appropriately spend our time and energy and focus on these devices. So my recommendation as a habit to adopt for more time, peace, and presence in your life is to put the phone away because there are so many different apps you can set and control your phone in a certain way. And right now I have my digital well-being app set with different timers for each of the applications for Facebook and YouTube. I actually don't even hardly ever go onto Instagram, but you will be so incredibly surprised if you just go into your digital well-being app setting on your phone and find out exactly how much time you're spending on your phone. I think that the number one way to do this is just to become aware of how much time you actually have spent on that little digital box. Maybe you'll come to notice that four or even five hours of your day is being spent on your phone and on technology. And I get it. There are some people who are listening. That is your job. You have to commit certain number of hours on your phone in order to do your job well. I get that. So if you're a content creator, you have an online job, yes, you can have these things and also know what your boundaries are. Know that you can have certain things set in place for you to have your phone out and be working on it when your daughter is taking a nap. Have a no phone rule at the table at breakfast time so that you're not spending 30 minutes unintentionally checking your email when you really just want to have a slow and intentional breakfast with your toddler. And as you get used to doing these habits, you're going to find out what works best for you. Take it or leave it. I always say that here on the show. Take it or leave it mentality. You are going to find what works best for you. You are the expert of your own life. So that is number three habit to adopt for more time, peace, and presence in your days. Put away the phone. Okay, number four way that you can find more time, peace, and presence in your day and in your life is just to keep it simple, mama. In other words, stop trying to do it all. There is a big difference between doing it all and doing it well. I found myself in that place very long time ago. In my mind, I kind of had this thought that in order to be perceived as perfect and having it all together in my life, that I literally had to be doing it all in one day, in one year, one month, whatever it was, all the things, all the time. And what I would basically and how I would basically explain this is literally you have sat down at your desk 
maybe you're just ready to work, you don't know what to work on, and you find yourself in internet land, and the next thing you know, 35 to 45 minutes have passed, and you have 20 to 30 tabs open in the internet browser. (laughs) It's basically like having a million tabs open on your computer, and you're literally not focused on just one tab. You have a gazillion things going on in your mind, and you just can't even focus on one thing. What that might look like for you is your life might look amazing on the outside, but you might feel really terrible and really confused on the inside, like doing it all and striving for more and trying to be more, do more, have more, buy more, consume more. All of those things really take a toll on our mental and emotional health to the point where it will stress you out, overwhelm you and burn you the heck out because you are trying to be perfect. You are comparing yourself with all of that information that you're consuming. And it really sets you down the path of you're not good enough. You're not doing enough. You're not being enough. You don't have enough. And it really sets you up for complete overwhelm and burnout in your life when you're trying to do it all. When you can shift your mind to simplicity and keeping it simple, you will look around and realize that there are certain things in your life that you do absolutely really wonderfully and you can do those things very well and you can focus all of that energy and time on those things because they really matter to you and they matter to you and no one else because we get sucked into that idea And all of these external sources are putting these messages into our minds that this should matter. And over here, this thing should matter, but this matters more. And you should live your life this way and homeschool your kids this way. And your marriage should look like this. It really sends you down into a spiral of things that you're technically not doing well at all. So you're still trying to do it all, but you end up still feeling like not enough. So I want to encourage you today to just get that clarity and get that focus back and really decide what it is you truly are good at. What do you want to invest your time, energy, and focus on and do those things really well instead of trying to do it all? Ask yourself, why am I choosing to do this? Who am I being when I'm doing these things? And then go into it with the intent that you're going to only do those things and do them well. Keep it simple is number four on the list. And finally, number five way to create more time, peace, and presence in your day is to commit to and confidently decide ahead of time. There are so many moments in our day where we are just up in our heads, overthinking about everything, not knowing what we should do, stuck in the like, I don't know cycle. And it's in these moments where deciding and committing to those decisions is going to be so super helpful for you, get you out of your head, get you unstuck, get you back into that present moment so that when a problem arises throughout your day, maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I should be doing right now. My toddler's having a breakdown. It will stop you from getting into that stress cycle. So you will automatically know what to do because you've already committed to it and you've already confidently decided ahead of time 
what you're going to take action on and just do what you've already decided to do instead of winging it in the moment and, you know, stressing yourself the heck out, becoming overwhelmed, overthinking. Your brain does not like to decide in the moment. It likes to keep you safe and comfortable, which is another reason why you might find yourself scrolling on your phone or finding yourself standing at the pantry getting a snack because your brain will do anything and everything to avoid having to decide in the moment. When you commit to and confidently decide ahead of time, you can just take action. Take action, mama. You don't have to worry about getting caught up in the moment or having to figure out what to do. It really just brings you back to the present. It frees you up to just enjoy what's happening right now and be that problem-solving, action-taking mama that you know you can be in the moment. So that is the fifth and final way you can create more time, peace, and presence in your day. Commit to and confidently decide ahead of time. Okay, mamas, that is a wrap for episode 133, five habits you can adopt to bring more peace, time, and presence into your life so you can live a life with less overwhelm and burnout and stress. We were meant to live intentional, purposeful, and slow lives. We aren't meant to hurry, and we also aren't meant to say yes to everything. We are meant to have intentional time away from the distractions of technology and screens and all of that stuff. We're not meant to do it all. We're meant to do some things really well and not overfill our plates. We're meant to keep it simple because our brains love simple. And if we can help it out and just be that little good assistant whenever possible, it makes our lives so much easier. And finally, when we become the problem-solving, action-taking mamas that we know we can be and be good at deciding ahead of time, we are going to guarantee less burnout, less overwhelm, and less confusion when we're in that moment. It's going to save you so much time, bring you more peace, and become that action-taking, problem-solving mama you know you can be. So that's all I have for you today, guys, in this episode of the Tune In Mom Show. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you right back here next Tuesday. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Tune In Mom Show, where you feel empowered to do it your way, create a jam and a rhythm that feels good to you for your life, inspire others to do the same, and grow into the person you are becoming in the process. Thanks for tuning in, friend, and I'll catch you in the next one.